Welcome back, everybody, to the What's Up Next podcast, episode 10. Uh, I'm Jake. I'm back, joined with... Leo! And Chris. Uh, no Chris in this episode. Hopefully his uh, bias won't be present today because I well, could he, do without that. Yeah, that's true. He was a little biased last well, episode. Well, I mean, I, I, if, he, if he had like the A's, like since we're talking baseball this episode, if he had the A's any higher than a third in the division... I think we've just like stopped it there. Because Maybe even fourth. They suck. No, I, I I could accept the A's fourth. No, I could accept the A's fourth, but anything higher than that is kind of ridiculous. But yes. Yeah, that's besides the point. Besides so, the point. Leo, I got a question for to, for you today. Uh, what's up next? So, what's up next today? We are talking Tyree Kill trade, March Madness. Got some really good games to talk about, and our main main topic today is MLB division predictions. Yes, I'm really excited because this is the official. What's up next? Fortune telling. Um, we're going to tell. So, like, again, I mean, we do say this every episode. We do predictions, but it's not a prediction. It's going to happen. The March, like Ma- our match Mar- March Madness thing doesn't count. All right, that was a prank. Like Chris said, he gave up his perfect bracket, okay? So, we're going to be getting into this. Um, I think we should start with some Tyree Kill news. Yeah, so what a very quick change of events. Like, the notification came out. Uh, I think Bleacher Report or whatever, like, said it. And I was just in school, and I see, oh, Tyree Kill has been permission is given permission to request a trade. I'm like, oh, okay. Then I see Dolphins and Jets are the two suitors. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then an hour and a half later, Tyree Kill is traded to the Miami Dolphins for exchange for a first round pick and a bunch of other picks as well. So, um, to be honest, this Dolphins team is probably the fastest team of all time. Like, yeah, uh, they have Ty- Tyree Kill, I've Raheem been- Mostert. Uh, Mike Kosicki runs a four five as a tight, a tight end. Jalen Waddle, like, oh my god! Um, if Tua was like, if Tua was faster, then I think that would be the fastest. Imagine if they had like Mike Vick. Oh my god! Or imagine like, if they had like Lamar. Like, if they had Lamar. If they had, like, that's crazy. like, I, I saw a TikTok. I know this is kind of off topic. I saw a TikTok the other day. What if like Lamar Jackson just becomes a free agent? Like he just like has another down year, and the Ravens are like, oh, like, I, <laughs> Miami, Miami. That's what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, the, the, Ty, Tyree Kill um, got traded. That trade was incredible. I the, actually the, think the thing is the Jets had a trade in play. They, they yeah. had a trade in place that was like a second rounder, a third rounder, a fifth rounder, or some stupid like that. You got to give up a first for Tyree. And though. then, well, the thing is the Chiefs were going to accept that too. That's the crazy part. And then Miami comes in at the eleventh hour and swoops him away. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've always been a believer of the Miami Dolphins. But I, I think I like this um, even more. I think their blueprint is just basically the 49ers, but instead of Debo Samuel, you have Tyree Kill and Jalen yeah. Waddle. Um, I think it's going to be a fun offense. We'll see how uh, uh, Tua does because you know he's kind of butt cheeks. But uh, <laughs> we will we will see what that uh, what what that offense looks like. In well, the coming. I think what's going to help Tua this this year uh, with his offense is they've got Teron Armstead now coming in. So the, oh yeah, he's the O line is much better and much improved. That, that was true. one of the flaws of Miami. Um, their O line really did not help Tua at all. Didn't set him up for being a great quarterback. And I think if you give him an O line this year, especially with all the weapons he has now, like there's probably no excuses at this point. Um, Obviously, we've we, the NFL community kind of like to kind of likes to uh, trash Tua. I think he's a little overhated, but he's not good. He's just a little overhated. I don't think he deserves all the, the bad credit that mm-hmm. he gets. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. With that. But uh, I think this year is really going to set him up for success. The Miami team, this Miami team, is really, really in a prized position to compete. They need to compete because the AFC is absolutely loaded. And I think this is the right move to keep them in the contention. Because let's not forget, in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, they were. The were they the eight seed both years? Um, well, no, they well they 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 both had they had winning records. They went ten and six, twenty twenty. They just missed out yeah. in the playoffs. Nine and eight this year just um, missed out in the playoffs on an incredible 
seven and one to to end the end of the season. Yeah. But this Miami team, if they they can just like get the best of that, which I think they will, uh, even in the Mike McDaniel off or with the Mike McDaniel office, I think who uh, who came in from a San Francisco. So so that's why I think that's why I think the bloop. That's why I think I think that's exactly what they're building around. Toronto Armstead is just a Trent Williams clone. A Tyreek Hill is just going to be that guy after the catch because you don't need to throw. 75 yard bombs to him because he's such a dynamic player and i think yeah. uh, he like kind of elevates this miami team to where you know they're not going to be throwing just like rpos or just running the ball oh yeah ineffectively i think this he completely opens up this offense for miami i think they i think i think they will finish higher than the patriots I oh 100 i think oh, yeah. I, i'm looking i'm looking at them i think they'll get double digit wins i don't know about playoffs because the afc is just so unimaginably stacked but I think, like, just don't – do not sleep on this Miami team. Oh, 100%. Yeah, that whole AFC West division, could, they could possibly I, make the playoffs. That's, yeah. what I think, that's what I think what's And then happen. even if they don't, you got teams like the Titans, the Colts, and then you look like – like, just everywhere. The Bills. Every divi- Bills, literally. Every division has at least two or three teams that is just going to absolutely compete for a playoff spot, and it's going to be a bloodbath in the AFC. One thing I do – another thing that I think that will help out Miami this year is they finally have a pretty good running game now. Um, oh my god! They yeah. signed Chase Edmonds and 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 Raheem Mostert. And Raheem Mostert. I love good. Raheem Mostert. I love I, when he's I, healthy. When he's healthy, when he's, so healthy he's fantastic. He's and they still do they still have Miles Gaskin? Am I correct? I think yeah, so. they do. So, so they a, that's like a little yeah. three headed speed monster right there at running right. back. And yeah. like the, the like I said, this is the perfect position for Miami to absolutely excel on offense. And I think this is going to be to his prove it year. And Tyreek Hill is absolutely going to help him because when you give any quarterback Tyreek Hill, you could give. Drew Locke, Tyreek Hill, and I guarantee you, Drew Locke's thrown for four thousand yards. Like it's just that's how dynamic Tyreek Hill is, and I think Miami is really, really going to compete this year. I think, like Leo said, double digit wins should be incoming for this team, and I just think it's going to be really exciting to watch Miami's offense. And Chris, do you want to add anything? Yeah, no, I feel like we should talk about the Chiefs too. I feel like they took a big step yeah. back by tra- yeah. having to trade Tyreek Hill. I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't, ahead. I don't think they can compete in that division anymore. I really don't think they can. Hmm. I think they have to go out there. They have to draft a stud wide receiver in this draft you yeah. have to get one of those top top wide receivers i mean I, I don't blame you i think the chiefs are kind of ahead of the curve with this one obviously i think they should have gotten another you got a tyree kill before trading him but i mean you saw all these ridiculous wide receiver contracts that kind of just completely reset the market i think they got a great haul for tyree kill i mean I, I mean if you are a chiefs fan like you know it obviously hurts to lose your probably your third second or third best player debatably but, I mean, uh, Chiefs did take a step back roster-wise. I think this gives them the perfect opportunity to go out and get one of those top wide receivers in the draft class, whether it be Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Trey Lindbergh, or even Chris Olave. Yeah, I think this is honestly a little bit of good mind games for Kansas City right now. They have two first-round picks, which for like a team absolutely loaded like them, that's very, very useful. They could always trade up. They can always um, use those picks to trade for another good receiver. And they, they let's not forget they signed Marquez Valdez-Scantling this week as well, pretty much the day after they I think, traded that, I think that was a little bit of an overpay. Just a slight overpay. He's, he's still but he's still, very, he's still, he's still a stud good. receiver. He, works, he needs to work on his hands. Yeah, I know. But Patrick Mahomes will help with that. Um, Patrick, <laughs> yeah. like The thing with Patrick they still have Patrick Mahomes. So he's going to make any receiver look good. He made Demarcus Robinson and, like, McCole Hardman, like, look like top 15 receivers i'm not saying they were but that's what they look yeah, like yeah yeah Cole hardman is, is is he's a kind of like goodwill version of tyree of tyree kill yeah but he he looked like a at some points he looked like a stud yeah like t- that's what patrick Mahomes does he transforms receivers and makes them much better i think kansas city isn't going to struggle too much i mean obviously losing your best receiver who's probably a top three receiver in the game is gonna hurt you regardless however i think kansas city is gonna be fine here but i can also see where chris is coming from because looking at the division 
Um, they probably now have the worst receiver corps in that in that division. Oh, for sure. No, and, for sure. For sure. And competing in a division like that where you have Las Vegas, you have Denver, and you have Los Angeles that are all honestly pushing for Super Bowls right now. Um, the division is going to be a bloodbath like we've said time and time again. Um, but I think Kansas City is going to take like a slight step back. And I think they... They're not going to cruise to the playoffs this year, I don't think. Because let's let and Travis, people like Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, they're all aging. So I, th- I think Travis Kelsey. and Tyron Matthew is going to be gone. Oh yeah, well they signed Justin Reed, but you're obviously yeah. losing a top, yeah. top five safety. Like replacing Justin Reed for Tyron Matthew isn't the best situation. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's good, but, it's, 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 it, it, t- but Justin Reed's pretty good. But you know. they're aging and they're taking hits. Yeah. So Kansas City, I think they're going to be struggling a little bit more See, this I, year. I th- I like the idea of getting younger, but I just want to say something about uh, Travis Kelsey. He's gonna win. He was, he's gonna win offensive player of the year this year. Wow. He's gonna, he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna win offensive year. player of the, the without year having this Travis year. Kelsey. I think I he, mean, without having without Tyreek having Tyreek yeah. he's gonna get. He's just gonna, he's literally just gonna like post up, go five yards down the field, and then like take it for like twenty yeah. or something like that. The only thing that I think can see, I can see stopping that um, is double teams. But come on, it's Travis it's Kelsey. Tra- it's Travis. It doesn't matter. I, they might have the triple team. Right? Yeah, they have the triple team. Right? Yeah. So Travis Kelsey is gonna have an absolute. Yeah, but Patrick like, Mahomes is still gonna fit it in there somehow. Yeah, I know. Like Patrick Mahomes is like I said before. Let's not forget he's still the quarterback. And he's still locked up there for what, like ten years. So he's going to be absolutely just taking advantage of Kansas City, and I think they're doing the right thing by um, building around them. I guess just getting a little bit younger, as Leo said. But um, I think that's all for the Tyree Kill trade. I think it's probably going to be a win-win for both sides. And mm-hmm. like I said, I'm so excited to see how Miami prevails with Me that too. offense, and I hope that Tua actually develops because that's what he needs, and that's he needs to get all the hate off his back and just prove everybody. I mean, wrong. like he has all the weapons now. So. Yeah. So there, like I said, yeah. no excuses. So. Uh, let's move on. So we're in the prime of March Madness right we're, now. Um, Who would have thought uh, Jersey City Division I Jesuit school, or whatever they are, Catholic school, whatever, St. Peter's is in the <laughs> – they're in the Elite Eight. That is a 15 seed. Um, I don't want to say I didn't told – no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I mean, all the credit to the players of St. Peter's and Shaheen Holloway for coming up with – the greatest game plan I have ever seen in my entire life of a college basketball. Like all the teams they played, they play like they just they've run, outplayed every team. They, they play. They've outplayed every single team, but these teams they play in like Kentucky, Murray State, and Purdue. Purdue. They all rely on their stars. They all they all rely and play hero ball for for like large portions of the game. That's why St. Peter's been able to do it because they play great team basketball, great team defense, and they're able to scheme because these other teams that they played don't have schemes in place. To combat the effectiveness of you know the defense they play and the great offense they play, and so I think that probably that probably could continue yeah. when they play UNC. I think for sure that could continue. I but but I just want to I, I just want to talk about UNC for just one second. I uh, like they just came out of nowhere. They, they came out of nowhere. They, they, they got, weren't ranked they like, until they beat Duke. Yeah. They have like three good stars at. That uh, St. Peter's got to cover. Like they, each of them could have their yeah, own game. But, but that, sorry, that's the thing that goes but, back to Leo because St. Peter's is going to counter Amardo Baycott. Mm-hmm. They're going to counter Brady Merrick and the, and, Ka- Caleb and then Love. Caleb Love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and even Leaky Black. Like the UNC is loaded with stars, and that's the same theme that Kentucky had. That's the same theme that Purdue had, and Murray State. They were not 31, as much, they but they were thirty-one and two. So St. Peter's. Uh, like you said, their coach has the absolute perfect game plan in place. And the thing that stood out to me about, uh, most about St. Peter's, especially in the Purdue game, Doug Eddard had like 10 points, and he had such an off night, and they still won. 
Like this right. team is so committed to having that winning mentality, and that's just what screams at you. If you're, especially as a 15 seed, like that's how you know they were in it, and that's how you know they want to win so badly, and they're taking it at just as serious as any other team. Yeah, and they cannot, like it just shows you they cannot be like they cannot be screwed with because they are going to fight night in and night out, and that's what I absolutely adore about St. Peter's. Yeah, and I think they play today. I think there's a shot that St. Peter's beats UNC today. Uh, they, they, they got the jersey mentality. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Obviously, you know, being from New Jersey, this is, this is awesome. I this mean, is. yeah, they're in Jersey City, and we're not, like, close to them. Well, we're closer than North we're Jersey. Clo- we're, close, we're closer than, you know, they're still in our state. So, um, I do I do like that about St. Peter's. But I just want to talk for a second. Like, every, all, I mean, all the hype's going to Doug, Doug Eddard, but, like, he's yeah. not even their best player. Exactly. Like, the... Uh, the uh, I forget his name, Banks or something like that, dropped like 30 points against yeah. Kentucky. Like all these guys on their team are such buckets. Like it's, <laughs> it's honestly insane. And I just I, I just can't get enough of St. Peter's. My favorite thing about like looking at a team that's just like, or looking at a player or a team that just like rises to fame so quickly, like Doug Eddard gained like 30K Instagram followers. <laughs> he also got an NIL deal yeah. with the Buffalo, Buffalo Wild Wild Wings. Wings. Like, like, it's just, that's, that's how awesome this is. Like you could literally play one good game in march madness because it's march madness is so big you can just have like the game of your life and you're gonna get like an nil deal or you're gonna get like all this fame it's just great and saint peter's deserves it because no ever fit no 15 seats ever made it to elite eight eight. until now and then can you imagine if they go to the final four like (laughs) this is i know loyola had sister jean and all that but this is better than loyola i think this is better because it's a 15 this is the best like upset or cinderella run by a team of all time of all time like nothing nothing actually i i think their upset over kentucky was the biggest college upset of all time and just the fact they were able to build off that yeah like and then going and then the last thing uh i have to say is just like it's just i i i I literally forgot what i was gonna say because i'm just so mesmerized by saint peter's right now like just mesmerized oh mesmerized by the peacock feathers yeah literally dude they won on national peacock day like that's that's all i gotta tell you they had to it it was destined to happen oh i remember what i was gonna say um less than one percent of brackets picked saint peter's go the elite eight and i guarantee you um like 66 percent out of like the 66 like or not ninety nine percent out of like a hundred, I guarantee you, were joke brackets. Like, there's no shot that they actually had St. Peter's going that far. Yeah, and I think that's what's they, the they greatest had, part. Elite, they had to be like the parents of the yeah. St. Peter's players. You, you either had to they go had there. To go to St. Yeah, you either had to go there, or you have to literally just pick a joke bracket. They're like, I don't, I know nothing about college basketball, so I'm just gonna pick my uh, alma mater <laughs> to go the entire. I'm way. Just, who has the best mask? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Peacock. Oh yeah. Oh, this, no. this this college sent me an email. I'm gonna pick them. <laughs> Like, I know I should have done that because St. Peter's oh, sent me from no, email. Not to mention, I've gotten like 20 emails from St. Peter's since they've won. <laughs> I got my Instagram feed. I got a sponsored post from them. Like, I, I get, like, oh, like I'm getting God. emails from St. Peter's that don't even have to do with basketball. And then the entire cover photo is literally Doug Eddard <laughs> on the front. I'm just like, that. that's great though because it's going to help their school. It's gonna it's, People are going to want to play for a winner's coach. And I just think this story for St. Peter's is, is, is one of the most incredible things we've ever right, seen. Let's, I, think, no, I wanted to say, I think it's kind of crazy how... Their first game, they couldn't even afford to send their cheerleaders and their mascot to, <laughs> to like, be there. To, like, to the that, game. Their budget for basketball is $1.6 million. And compared to Kentucky, who they were playing, who's what's eighteen point three million? That's just that's just absolutely crazy how they were able to pull off that upset and everything. Yeah. And what they've been able to do, uh, I, 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 I hope they can keep dancing. I really hope I, they I, do. I, you know what? I, I'll put all my bias aside. I just want them to win the championship. I want them to win Everybody the does right now. Yeah. Like, it's just – it's that it's – that, that it's just that nice that we have a team. Like, like what? This. What do these kids have to lose? Like most, nothing. I don't nothing. think. The NIL I don't really deal. think any of them are really gonna 
probably play pro ball. No. And they're, they're all playing for may, summer. Maybe they're all like, playing for summer league deals. They're yeah, all maybe playing together. Either that or overseas. League. Like that's yeah. that's as far as they're gonna go. So it's they, they know this is like their last basketball. They they want they they have that fighting mentality. They they do not. That's what I love. They want to just picture like Zeke with the cereal bowls going. That's what that's what this St. Peter's team reminds me of. Yeah. But um that was we just spent like five minutes covering that entire team, but it was worth it. Um, we got some other, some other nice story, like a little kind of a little sample, like a smaller sample size of a Cinderella story. Miami is in the Elite Eight. Um, the Miami Hurricanes, they took down Iowa State in the Sweet 16. Told and you I, so. I, Leo, I, me and Leo were talking about it. I picked Ohio, I picked Iowa Should've State. Should have put money on it. And uh, Leo picked it. Uh, um, talk about money yeah. on it. <laughs> I got 50 bucks from Christian for Villanova versus Michigan. <laughs> I completely forgot about it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Christian uh, made a deal with Chris over here saying <laughs> he got 50 bucks if Michigan wins. Chris got a free 50 bucks if Villanova wins, which happened. Oh, my happened. God. That is, that is hilarious. Yeah. Um, speaking of Villanova, um, they're going to win the national championship they they, they had a great win against houston i think they beat the best remaining team in all in the entire tournament i would say one of like i was convinced houston was definitely a top three two one team in the tournament but villanova is looking really scary right now their their defense their defense is incredible their fundamentals are incredible and it's just they play the best team basketball i've ever seen from a college team as a white kid who loves fundamentals (laughs) it's it's like it's like a wet fundamental the fundamental freaks our two freaking 2k name yeah back in the day the fundamental freaks i love villanova i'm biased because we're local villanova. yeah they're a local school they're gonna win the whole thing colin gillespie is the go jalen samuels is like the next lebron <laughs> not, mu- not much more i can say um yeah so they're gonna win but yeah you guys uh, i digress yeah i mean i think it's either them or it's kansas or duke those are my three i know they're really top seeds and they're like pretty much blue buds for the most part going into it but i just think those are the three best teams obviously unc Oh my god! As a shot, they're, they're scary. They, UNC has a shot. Beat, they beat my freaking uh, national title. Yeah, all of our so brackets mad. are absolutely screwed. Um, I should have picked Villanova. I knew I should have picked Villanova. Oh, well, it's okay. Me and Chris picked Tennessee. Yeah, you guys picked Tennessee. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much what's going on in March Madness. We have two games today. Like we mentioned, UNC St. Peter's is going down, I think, 4 o'clock, something like that. Yeah, something and like then that. literally starting pretty much in 30 minutes is Kansas and um, Miami. Miami. So... Uh, March Madness, it's in full swing right now. Uh, I can't wait to get to the national championship because I can talk for hours about it. But we'll save that until the time comes. Um, let's move on to our main segment today. We're going to be talking about baseball. So basically what we're going to do, I think, is we discussed this before the episode. We're going to go, um, as the season is creeping ever so closer, we'll do like one segment of baseball an episode. So today we're going to be doing division winners. And then just for example, if we like maybe like awards next episode or World Series picks next episode, playoffs, all that, stat leaders maybe. So we'll figure that out as we go. But for today, we're going to be covering the division winners in the MLB. And honestly, not just the winners, we're going to be covering like how we think each division is going to line up. So without further ado, um, I don't know the regions that well. I'm going I'm to guess this is the AL West. Right. I, I, I got you. I got you. All right. So we'll start with the AL East for the first AL East. We'll go, we were okay. AL East, AL Central, AL West, then flip to National League. All right. Okay. So I, can, I, can I start? Yeah, you got it. I'll start. So with the AL East coming in first, I don't think this should be a surprise. I have the Toronto Blue Jays coming in first. In second is the New York Yankees. Oh, third, my. Red Sox. And oh, fourth my. is the... Uh, Tambay Rays, and then fifth is the team who should not be named because they are going to get 40 wins this season, <laughs> the Baltimore Orioles. Just a little bit. 40 might be a little generous. I know, right? They might set the record th- for lowest. Well, I mean, they got Grayson Rodriguez and Adley Rutschman for now. coming up before they get traded, but I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, Blue Jays, I think they're the best team in maybe even the AL right now. Yeah, I completely I, forgot they had George Springer. 
Yeah, the thing I is, completely their, forgot. their team is absolutely disgusting. They just got Rymel Tapia for Randall Gritschuk, which I think that was a great pickup. They yeah. did a salary dump there, but this team is just un, like it's so scary. Their 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 offense is just insane. I don't I I, I can't even like like they I think they may set the like the the record for like home runs this season. Dude, I don't know, something like that. But they're 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 insane. Vlad Jr. probably uh, probably is gonna have another MVP type yeah. season. Um, he yeah. slimmed down too. He slimmed down. Oh he's, gonna, he's, gonna be, he's gonna be like a track star out there. <laughs> he's now. gonna be he's gonna be hustling for triples out there. <laughs> when he doesn't hit it, when he doesn't hit a home run, he's hitting it off the wall. He's, he's getting a triple. He's getting a triple in Roger <laughs> Center. Um, so second, Yankees. I think I think they mm-mm, they basically no they yes. ran it they ran it they they're basically running it back with an improved roster from last year, and they still like did really really well despite all of the injuries to their top players. And uh, Aaron Judge is gonna be able to play home games now. So yeah, um, I think Josh Donaldson. I don't think he puts him over the top. I don't think he puts him over the Blue Jays. But he's a lot better than Gio Urshela, and they finally do not have a defensive liability at catcher, which is yes. so so important for this modern MLB. And Kyle H- Higashioka has been playing very well in the uh, what do they call it? Spring spring league. training. Yep. Yeah, spring training. Uh, Red Sox. Trevor Story. I think they're basically just running it back. They they. I mean, they lost Kyle Schwarber, but brought brought in uh, Trevor Story. I really like that move. I didn't think they made too many changes, but you know they're running it back. They're just you're sticking with what works. I like it. Rays. See, I'm gonna regret this pick because the Rays are probably gonna get like 110 wins or something <laughs> stupid like that, and some like no name player from like the middle of Venezuela is gonna hit for like. Wander Franco. Uh, He's not a no name. I don't want to. Wander Franco is honestly one of my favorite players to watch right now. I cannot wait to see what he does with the full season. I think he's like a top five shortstop already. Yeah. But um, and then Orioles. They got two. They got two. Like they got Adley Rutschman. Do we even need to talk they about Grayson Rodriguez, Trey Mancini, Ryan Mountcastle. That will not give him any wins, but yeah. ALEs for me, yeah. All right, so before you come crazy at me, I know um, you guys were debating with me a little bit before the episode started. Let's not forget the playoff format is expanded. So I think there's a general possibility that four teams in this division make the playoffs. I think that's possible. I hope I'm right because I think it's very possible I for that to happen. If, mm-hmm. it's 12, if there's 12 teams, I'm pretty sure three, four of them can get in from the one division. So... Starting off, I also have the Blue Jays winning this. Um, it's, for me, like, it could be the Rays, like Leo said. But the Blue Jays, just looking at their roster, they are too stacked right now. Like like I said, I forgot they had George Springer. Uh, they got George Springer. They got Vlad Guerrero. They have Bo Bichette, They have all the, they have great pitching. Like, this team is set up right now. And if they, they don't even, like, because last year they didn't even make the playoffs. And that's what hurt me a little that's bit. That's crazy. I was, I was, I was, I was really pulling for them because I just like the Blue Jays. What's not to like about them? So, um, if they don't make They're the playoffs, Canada, yeah, yeah. the <laughs> vaccine mandate and all that. <laughs> they, I guess. Yeah. All I'm saying is they better have fans because Canada's. I, th- I think they. I think they will. Yeah. So, um, if they don't, if they don't make the playoffs this year, this team's a failure. But I don't think we don't have to worry about that because I think Toronto's going to actually win this division. And second, I have the Red Sox because this team's always doubted going into it. And they always come out with around 100 wins, 90 yep. wins. And that infield, Raphael Devers, Xander Bogarts, and Trevor Story. And then they have J.D. Martinez hitting they have DH. J.D. JD Martinez and then Enrique Hernandez. Oh, my God. That team is filthy in the hitting side. And it's, like it's a theme in this division. Um, I know Chris is laughing at me because he likes the Yankees, but that's besides the point. Um, I think Yankees suck! <laughs> I think the Red Sox are actually... They're underrated like every year. This team always exceeds expectations. They always make the playoffs. And I think Boston's like prized for another great year with the addition of Trevor Story. Third, I have the Rays. Um, 
like I said, this team could this team could get anywhere from first to fourth. Chris but better walk out. Yeah, I know Chris yeah, is gonna out, but uh, but you had to understand. Me. I said, I, think I said all, I said all these teams can make the playoffs. So don't so don't come at me yet. Um, oh, I think your mom's here. Yeah, I think she's here. <laughs> he, and Ma, he can just drive him if he wants. Um, so yeah, so I think the Rays are gonna get. I think they're gonna get either way, anywhere from first to third. But this Rays team, they cannot be on. They they're gonna be underrated all year. Um, they they didn't. The one thing I dislike is they made little to no moves in free agency to improve their roster. But their roster doesn't need much improving. They're also, they're honestly very very good. Um, and they're gonna get Tyler Glass now back. I think. Um, so their pitching is gonna be back to almost healthy again. And I think the Rays have a very good shot to compete for the first division. But I think they get third in my predictions. Fourth, I had the Yankees. I'm sorry, Chris, but the Yankees always find a way to kind of like not collapse, but like get injured. just get injured and play with their minor league team yeah and then that results <laughs> in somehow fine you got anthony you're gonna have anthony volpe playing in left field yeah carlos stan can't say hell oh yeah john carlos stan will play his annual 60 games he's, on, he's, he's like he's not really not even on the team yeah <laughs> he's I just agree. there for the playoffs sometimes <laughs> and then I'll, 27 yeah. million just he'll, he'll come back when you're playing sunday night baseball or when the playoffs are on <laughs> and then uh so i think if the yankees can avoid all those problems they can get anywhere from again again first like this division is going to be up in the air this kind of reminds me of an aos in the nfl uh, or uh, AFC West in the NFL, sorry. So uh, this team, the, the top four are going to be competing for first. Like, there's no question about it. And this is going to be an absolute bloodbath. And then last time, the Orioles, I don't need to touch on them. And I'm going to hand it over to Chris here. You know, um, like like the guy said, I have the Blue Jays winning. Uh, I really wanted to sneak the Yankees in first. But oh. I, think, I think the Blue Jays are a little too stacked. Um, some just the moves that they've made. What did they had? Uh, Matt. They added Matt. Olson. Matt. Matt Olson. Or, I always get Matt that Chapman. Matt Chapman. Matt Chapman. Sorry. Chapman? Sorry. Matt Chapman. Yeah. It was, it was Matt Chapman. Chapman. I get them. I get them. I get them. So it's C for third base and O for first base. Okay, okay. guys. I cannot remember that. Okay. Matt, okay. Just okay. Made so it more Matt Chapman. Yes. Yeah, so Matt, ha- Matt also- Chapman plays on the. The C side, of the, I don't even know. I'm just trying to give you guys a phonetic. <laughs> and I'll still confuse connected. it every, like, every so time. It's Chapman. Yeah, yeah Matt so Chapman. Matt Chapman. So they have Matt Chapman and uh, Trevor Simeon. Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon. Marcus Simeon. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. That's an NFL quarterback. <laughs> Dude, there's, there's too many common names. Yeah, there's too many. And uh, just, they just, Oh, so, no, Simeon's on the Rangers. Is it? Oh, Rangers? You guys, oh, you guys completely forgot about uh, pre-lockout signing. Dude, I did. This, MLB's messing with my head. I thought he was still on the team. <laughs> nah, bro. Both him. As you can see, MLB is not our prime sport. Right, so let's 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 just uh, just to the AL West. The Texas Rangers. They have well, Corey proud, Seager okay. and Marcus Simeon. Okay. okay, we'll come back to the Rangers. You guys got it. Yeah. Yes, I got okay. It. And we'll still screw it up. <laughs> All right, keep going, Chris. <laughs> anyway, I still have the Blue Jays winning that division, I, and also like Leo, I have the Yankees coming in second. Actually, I basically have Leo's exact. It's it's uh, Blue Jays, Yankees, Red Sox, Rays, Orioles. Uh, I don't think Rays. We don't. Before. We don't need to talk about the Orioles. Uh, the Rays, I'm, they're a good team. I just think this division's stacked, and it's kind of just ballpark guessing at this time. Yeah. Um, Speaking it, of ballpark, they need to move. <laughs> yes, <they do. laughs> the Rays. Oh my! A Tropicana Field's a. It's a, it's a dump. Yeah. It, very, it really is. Uh, they, should, they might have to go back to the Devil Rays, honestly. Um, <laughs> well, their jerseys are nice when they bring them out. Um, and then the Red Sox. Um, you know, the Red Sox. I'm a Yankees fan. Um, I, don't hate, <laughs> I don't hate the Red Sox because my dad's from Boston, so I've learned to like the Red Sox at some point. That seems like a sin. Well, I mean, no, does, they have really 27 does. championships, so you can like kind of like be like, all right, all right, little, little bro. All right. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, so I mean, I think they have they have a good team. I like I like the addition of uh, Trevor Story and um, who? What's their infield? Uh, Devers, Devers, Bogarts, and, Bogarts, and uh, then yeah, I I, that's just, that's just a stacked infield. Um, but I just I don't think they have the firepower to beat the Yankees or the Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. All right, that's interesting. So that's our first division done. Where do you want to go next, Leo? Take us on the map. Well, I was just thinking we just do the AL. So let's knock out the AL Central uh, Ooh, my while division, we're at my it. Division. My division. I know, right? Oh, that's where the Tigers <laughs> last, Jake. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, so AL Central let's start it off with the White Sox finishing first. Twins are in second. Tigers oh, in third. Oh, Guardians in oh. fourth. Royals in fifth. Um, let's start with the White Sox. I really like uh, Tim. I really dig their lineup in general, and they also have a great one-two punch at closer with Craig. Kimbrell and uh, Liam Hendricks. Their bullpen's also really solid too. But I just want to talk about their lineup. Jose Abreu, the ageless wonder. He's gonna he's gonna hit for like thirty bombs, something like that. Elo Jimenez coming back from a uh, a pectoral tear, so I think he'll he'll bounce he'll have a bounce back season. He'll play really well. Not to mention Luis Ro- Luis Luis Roberts turning into one of the best center fielders in baseball right in front of our eyes. He was injured for like half the season, and he was only like batting like 221 when he came back, and he finished with a 300 average or something nuts like that. This team is just too good not to finish in a, in a kind of weaker AL Central. Um, to the Twins, Byron Buxton, if he plays more than 100 games, they will finish second. Obviously, you have Carlos Correa. Okay, This team doesn't have the talent to compete for a playoff spot. And, and you know it's just a, it's just a weaker division. But I think the Twins will finish second if they get a hundred games out of uh, Byron Buxton. Tigers, they're on the rise. All right, I'll give you that. They're on the rise. Javi Baez looks to come in and be the leader of this team. They have a lot of like really solid. They have, I mean they have they have younger pieces. They have Riley Green coming up from the, uh, the minors. Spencer Torkelson, Torkelson, who may play this season. So I think the Tigers are they're um they're they're a team to look out for. And don't be surprised if they finish higher than the Twins. Guardians. I don't know what they're doing. The only move they made was like re-signing Austin Hedges, and then the Royals—they they'll get Bobby Witt, but that's kind of all I see from them. <sighs> all right, so I'll try to contain my bias a little bit. Um, but obviously, first I have the White Sox. This team is way too good on paper. I love Luis Robert, like Leo was touching on. He is one of my favorite young talents in the league. Um, Eloy Jimenez is obviously going to come back. They still got Jose Abreu, who was an MVP two seasons ago. So. This team is absolutely loaded, and their pitching is fantastic, too. Let's not forget. And the White Sox are just an all-around great-built franchise. They're going to finish first. They're going to get 90 wins. There's no doubt about it. Second place, I have the Tigers because as a fan of watching this team, I know the talent, and I know it when I see it. This team had, like, 75 wins last year, and they were supposed to be, like, last in the division. So A.J. Hinch just completely turned around the culture as the manager there. Um, the only thing that bugs me is that we weren't willing to spend more money in free agency, but we, we targeted needs. We needed a shortstop. We, we brought in Javi, Javi Baez, and I think he's really going to have a breakout season. Not like he needs one, but he's going to have such a great season this year. Um, we addressed the pitching need with Eduardo Rodriguez. He's going to be one of our aces. Um, we also have great young, um, great young arms like Casey Mize, uh, Spencer Turnbull when he comes back, as well as, um, I can't think of his name, um, the other young pitcher that he brought up. I can't think of it right now. Um, but we, and then Riley Green and Spencer Torkison are probably coming up. So this team is going to be good. And I, I want you guys to look out for the Tigers. I think it's not a stretch if they get maybe like 85 wins, but that's, that's their peak. I don't think they get anything above that. Maybe complete for payoffs, but I don't think that they can get, um, above that. Uh, moving on, I have the Twins third, um, outside of Carlos Correa and Byron Buxton, who's on their team. Like, that's why I don't think this team is good. Gary Sanchez. (laughs) 
Come on. This team no, is- Chris will hype them up. Chris will hype them up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they have their stars, but this is just like a – this is literally the uh, Texas Rangers, the AL Central. Um, they have two stars, and then there's little to no talent outside of that, and that's why I think that's going to hold them back. I don't think they're good enough to compete with the White Sox and the Tigers. If they, if they, get, like, if they get above the Tigers, I won't be necessarily surprised. I would just be um, a little annoyed because I don't think the Twins are good enough to – They'll be good in a couple of years, but not right now. I don't think they're good enough to um, like compete at the top of the division. Fourth, I have Guardians. Like Leo said, they spent like under a million in free agency. Um, they have a confusing situation. Free Jose Ramirez. That's all I got to say about the Guardians. Oh, I completely forgot. I love Jose Ramirez. Yeah, he's, Jay, he's great. Jay Ram is the best third, third baseman in baseball, but... Yeah, and then Trist- I, honestly, they, they have solid pitching. Is yeah. Shane Bieber still there? Shane Bieber's so they, there. If, if, if Jose Ramirez doesn't get traded, they'll finish fourth. But if he does, they'll finish fifth. Yeah, and then they have uh, some nice young arms. Tristan McKenzie is playing lights out. So they have they have the talent. And it's just they're worse than the Twins. And then the Royals. The Royals have an exciting future. They have a great farm system. Bobby Witt's going to be coming up. And Witt Merrifield, I love him too. So the Royals are going to be all right. But that's pretty much all I got for the AO Central. You know, for the AO Central, I have the White Sox, like everyone else did. Um, I just, I, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, in this division, I think they're just they're way above this division, like everyone else in this division. Um, I also, like Leo, I have the Twins coming in second. I just, oh, I think God. the Tiger, I think the Tigers are a year away. I think next so, year, Twins are like multiple years away. Yeah, but I still think they're better than Tigers. Now. Oof! I just, gosh. I just think they are. I'll um, come back to this episode <laughs> and I'll prove you guys wrong. Yes, and I have t- gonna keep the receipts. I'm keeping the receipts. <laughs> I have the Tigers coming in third. The Guardians in fourth. I just, they're, they're the Guardians. Uh, they, <laughs> cool name. Forced to change their name. I think that might be the best. That was the best move the offseason. That was the That's best, the best they move they made, they've yeah. done all offseason. Uh, and it wasn't even a good one. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even. I mean, great. they could have been called like the Bridges or something like that. I, I mean, I think Guardians is kind of. It's badass. actually a pretty nice I name. I think it's Guardians cool is kind of badass. It's better than the Commanders. Yeah, right. I would agree with that. And then the Royals, unless if uh, Patrick Mahomes decides to come out and throw a hundred mile per hour fastball, either number one ace. That's that they're they're gonna finish last. Yeah. All right. I would have to agree um, for the most part, except. I'm coming back to this episode. Like I said, Tigers are getting second. I want to see it. Uh, my, last week we have the um, AL West. Leo, tell right, me about let's, it. Let's close out this AL with a bang. The newly acquired Jesse Winker will lead the Mariners to their division title and their first yep. playoff appearance in like yep. 20-something seasons. Yep. Um, I absolutely love the Mariners. Obviously, since you know the, uh, the Seahawks play there, you know I, I I like to keep up with the Mariners. Also, their throwback jerseys are so cool. Ooh. I love I love like the the like, the royal blue and the gold they have. Even their jerseys now are just super tight. I really love them. They're gonna finish first. After second, Angels third, Texas fourth, A's fifth. I'm going with Texas fourth. It's because I just don't I just don't know what the finished product is gonna look like. There's a big question mark. There was a there was a lot of questions mark with that team. I mean, they spent over like. Five hundred. I think they spent dollars. the most money. Well, yeah, they spent the most money, but you know they finished like dead last in this division last year. I don't know. I mean, I, there's obviously going to be a lot of improvement, but you know how much improvement is there going to be? But I want to start with the Mariners. They look so solid. They basically they 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 did mon- they did the money ball strategy. Like they got they pay they got guys who get on base. And you know, just kind of—it's all—it's all natural. It's all built to the farm system. And now adding Jesse Winker is just gonna be so nice. I hope they don't do a Mariners and completely blow it. But that's just what I'm hoping for. Astros losing Carlos Correa hurts, but you'll be fine. All right, you'll be fine. You have plenty of other guys who can do exactly that. Um, Angels, 
if the if the Angels move Mike Trout to center field, he will play like 140 games a season. Shohei Otani is 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 still going to be incredible. He's actually their uh, opening day starter. Um, and then just to round it up with the A's, uh, they're last. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all you got to say. All right, so I I have a similar build structure to this uh to my predictions i think the mariners do get first i think this is finally their time where they they're prized to make that make that playoff appearance for the first time like leo said in around 20 years or so um i think the jesse winker edition is absolutely fantastic it's perfect for the mariners culture and they were so close to a playoff appearance last year with that probably much worse roster and now they're just gonna be better this year and we believe we all believe in the mariners um coming around this time second I actually have the Angels. Um, I'm going to go Astros third because the Angels, right, the biggest need for the longest time was pitching. And they, I think they did a good job. So, Shea Oyatani, obviously, fantastic. That's He just came out of nowhere and he started uh, becoming an ace for the Angels. But Noah Syndergaard is absolutely going to help them. They spent more, uh, uh, more other money in free agency on pitching, especially in the bullpen. And I think that's what is finally going to prevail um los angeles to have a second place maybe even compete for a first place division title um so i think uh i think the angels are really gonna improve um let's not forget anthony rendon he's he was hurt last year he's coming back um shohei atani and mike trout is also coming back from injury so we saw how much potential the angels had with just shohei pretty much last year and now we have the full sample size i think this team's gonna be great when healthy Third, I have the Astros. Like Leo said, they'll probably be fine, but I also don't like how much the Astros are regressing. Um, like I said, I think I'm pretty sure I said this last episode, I don't like how Jose Altuve and Alec Bregman had um, a little bit of down seasons compared to their star talent. Um, Jordan Alvarez is great and stuff like that, but um, I think the Astros are actually on the decline. Uh, fourth, I have the Rangers because, like I said, they're pretty much the twins. Um, they have two stars, two fantastic players, Marcus Simeon, MVP candidate and Corey Seager, but outside of that, who is on your team? Um, no Jelly Gallo anymore, no real promise outside of those uh, two stars, so I think the Rangers will be good, but not right now. And then the Athletics, they spent literally no money in free agency, and they traded away their whole roster, so there's nothing to say about that. They'll probably be the worst team in the league next year. Chris? Um, like you guys all have, I have the Mariners coming in first. Yep. I absolutely love Jesse Winker. I think he might be my favorite player who's Ooh. not on the Yankees. Um, I, I absolutely love him. His name, everything about him. He's just, he's a monster. Uh, and like Jacob, I have the Angels coming in second in this division. Yeah. I think that this is their year. I feel like I say this every year, but <laughs> I, I just, they have they have to do it at some point, and I think this year might be it. I hope it is. They have a great team with Shohei Tani and uh, Mike Trout. I feel like Mike Trout deserves this. He hasn't I even made the playoffs. He deserves something. Yeah, like- they. I feel so bad. I, obviously, a Jersey product like Mike Trout, I want to see him succeed. So yeah, and he's just likable. And yes. yeah, incredibly uh, likable. One of the best of all time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I have the Ashers coming in third. Um, at they lost a couple guys, but they still have a great roster. Um, maybe they might bang on some trash cans this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't think your Yankees are so innocent, Chris. Did you, did you guys see the new uh, technology for sign stealing? Oh my gosh! Uh, what offer? What was it called? Pitch Pitch Cast? No, I, I think I it, they did. There was something like a yeah, where you, where, you, where you press the button and the pitcher gets yeah, like a signal. Yeah. Oh, that's I think that's, that's so kinda, dope. I, like that. I think that's, that's cool. dope. Uh, Astros can't cheat, so I, I honestly I like the reasoning why they're actually gonna drop a spot. Uh, than uh, different than my standings, but yeah, I have the Rangers. I think their uh, their rebuild has been nice so far. I think they're still um, 
far away from greatness. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> They're, like, years like, away. Like, far, like Corey Seager and Marcus Seaman signed, ten, like, 10-year contracts because, like, the final three years of their contract, they'll maybe be good. <laughs> Take those seven years. Yeah. Years. <laughs> and then the A's, obviously, they literally have, like, no Spent zero dollars. I mean, then, they, then they signed Steven Vogt or whatever his face their, is. Their whole team Changing the culture. Like... <laughs> <laughs> There's a new culture in Oakland, baby. It's called losing. That's what it's called. <laughs> All right, and at least. Uh, Were you done, Chris? Well, I mean, their team from last year is basically on different teams now. Yeah. <laughs> just, just moved to Las Vegas at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Poor A's fans, guy. I feel so bad for them. All right, except Christian. Except Christian. Sorry, Christian. Hope you're not listening this far. Um, so, you guys done? Yeah. Yes. Moving on to the NL. The NL East, um, Leo's division, the division of my favorite Phillies. Obviously, the Phillies are going to go 162 and 0, no losses. The bullpen's going to be flawless. I'm kidding. Braves <laughs> first. Matt Olson. I mean, it's a, a bit of a downgrade from Freddie Freeman, but you're going to downgrade because Freddie Freeman is one of the top first basemen in this league. And it's not saying Matt Olson isn't, but you know, uh, Braves. They probably have the best bullpen in baseball. Probably the best bullpen we've seen in like the last decade. I think I've said that before. Um, they're finishing first. Mets second. Phillies third, Mons fourth, Nats fifth. Mets, they spend a lot of money, but they also are the New York Mets. So do with that what you will. I won't. I, I mean, I, I don't think I need to like put context to that because you all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, we about. saw last year especially. Yeah, like the Mets were in first for how many games and they finished below 500, which is hilarious for me. Yeah. I hate the Mets. I thought that was pretty hilarious. Phillies third, I think they'll end up with somewhere between what they had last year, like 82 wins and 90 wins. Um, I mean, they got a lot better offensively. You know, offense only half the game. Still have a very, very shaky defense. The bullpen, they added guys. Me personally, in my opinion, I don't think they're going to do well. But, I mean, they could prove me wrong, and I hope they prove me wrong. But, yeah, Phillies third. Marlins fourth, they have a very, very nice rotation. I do. I really like the rotation. We said it last episode too. Really love the rotation. Nationals fifth because I don't think Juan Soto is going to get them like ninety wins. As much as 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 good as Juan Soto is, I think he's one of the top five, top, maybe even top three players in our game right now. Yeah. I think, and he's he, so young. He's so young too. He's 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 actually younger than the number one prospect, Adley Rutschman, right now. It's oh, crazy, wow. and he's he's absolutely demolishing baseballs for for a living. Nats, so that's the Nats fifth. That's my NL East. I actually have a completely identical prediction right here. Um, Braves, I have them first. They, yeah, losing Freddie Freeman hurts, but you bring in a guy like Matt Olson, and that team is just going to be pretty much, uh, pretty much the same. And Ronald Acuna comes back. I love Ronald Acuna. He's going to get the Braves back to that first place spot. I do have the Mets second. Like Leo said, the annual Mets collapse is probably going to happen at some point. Um, probably at a lesser sample size than last year, but. Max Scher- I love the Max Scherzer edition. Um, I think trading away Javi Baez is probably the right move. I don't think that he fit incredibly well in New York, but they still have Francisco Lindor. They still have great hitting. So I think New York is actually going to finish second. I don't think they're going to collapse as bad as they did last year, but there's a chance that um, they do, like always. Philly's third. Um, I think... I think probably looking at this right now, the top these these top, these three teams could probably all make the playoffs, and I wouldn't be surprised. No, like no doubt. Um, I think the Phillies, honestly, this might be the year they make the playoffs under the first uh, the first time under the Bryce Harper era. Um, I think the Phillies got so much better offensively. Nick Castellanos and Kyle Schwarber is just going to make that offense one of the deadliest in baseball. But the defense and pitching is still problems that need to be addressed somewhat. Um, so that's never going to change, at least right now for the Phillies. And I think that'll allow them to get third. I don't, I, but. 
I would not be surprised if they get second or maybe even first. Uh, Marlins, I have them fourth because this is a great young team in baseball. This is an example of a good rebuild right now. Um, I think Miami's going to just really going to be scary in a couple of years. And But right now, they're a fourth-place team. There's nothing really about it. And the Nationals fifth because Juan Soto and who else is on that team? Uh, Nelson ne- Cruz! I didn't even know he was there. Nelly Boomstick. Um, like four home runs because he's like he, fossil now. He, yeah, he probably he'll probably hit like forty because he's literally the only other player there. Like he's just, it's, it's his team now outside of Juan Soto. Uh, but yeah, the Nationals they're pretty much a rebuilding franchise right now around around Juan Soto, and I think they'll be exciting. But that's just because Juan Soto plays baseball there. But they're nothing special out of that, out of that Chris. Um, I have the Braves winning this division. I just think they they won the championship last year. They they did downgrade it. Uh, first base with uh, not having uh, Freddie Freeman and adding Matt Olson. Oh, good job. Matt Olson isn't... He's not bad. He's a swing and miss hitter. Uh, basically, he should be on the Yankees. He's a swing and miss hitter. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't get injured, so... That, that's true. He doesn't get injured. Um, I I have the Phillies coming in second. There you I go. I think the Phillies... They have the, they have the power now. Um, they, they just... The only thing that scares me is their defense, but I feel like they could put up some. They could put up runs to win games. Um, and I have the Mets coming in third. You know, they're the Mets. They always find a way to mess Man, up. Met. They're, they're literally the, they're, like if if there if there wasn't cities attached to baseball teams, they would just be the Lowell Mets. <laughs> so that's where their name would be. And then I have the Marlins. I like the Marlins. I think they've they they a couple years ago I they, they were awful. Derek now, Jeter did like a Thanos snap to the team, basically, and now they. They're they're on their way up, and I think that in a couple of years that they could they could easily be a second or first in this division. And I uh, obviously behind the Phillies, right? Oh yeah, obviously, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Nationals. I don't know what happened to the Nationals. They won the championship a couple years ago, and now they're going to finish last in this division. They have like barely anyone from that team still on still on their team yeah. besides like Juan Soto. Yeah. All right. Well, that I will, well with um, the Marlins. I just want to say, like Derek Jeter was like a small price to pay for salvation. Yeah. So um, yeah. NL Central time. All this right. This team, this this division is incredibly weak. Yeah. In my opinion, it's, it's, it's a, there's a top superpower I and think then it outside was of that. Last year. No. Well, the Car- the Cardinals had a nice like end of the season, but like, what did they do? Yeah. They um, were fantastic, also, and then playoffs what did they, came. What did the Brewers? They lost Eduardo Escobar. I mean, they only had him for and like the Reds traded. And the Reds traded away the entire team. I, I stole the Brewers first because Ooh. I just think they're the most like I think they're most like solid team. Christian Yelich is coming back. I'll give you that. Uh, I mean, I mean, hopefully Christian Yelich can rebound because I I want to see him succeed. Suck that he got injured. Yeah. Cardinals second because I think you know they're just gonna run it back the same team. They'll probably have some uh, moderate su- success in my opinion. I do have the Cubs finishing third, though. I really like the signing of Seiya Suzuki, the the Japanese league superstar. They also they also brought in a, like a couple couple decent names. Is Marcus Stroman was he brought in this year? He was brought in too. Marcus Stroman before the uh, lockout. They brought in a lot of solid guys, to kind of beef up the roster, which was lacking, um, which was lacking talent. Like after they traded away their guys, I think this would be one of the fastest rebuilds in kind of baseball history. And I think the Cubs, you know, they'll uh, they'll finish third. Reds fourth. I don't think we need to do much explaining. They traded away their entire team. Obviously, they have some nice prospects coming up, like a pitching prospect like Hunter Green. But um, I don't think you know they're going to finish higher than fourth. Pirates fifth because they are the Pittsburgh Pirates. I don't know if Robert, uh, Roberto Perez and Jose Quintana are going to be absolute world beaters and propel this Pirates team to a championship. So um, You surprised me a little bit. I have Cardinals first 
because this team was so dangerous in the last month of the year. Um, last year they had they were surging into the playoffs. Sucks they didn't do a little bit more. But the Cardinals are great. Uh, Nolan Arenado is continuing to play the best baseball that he's ever had. Paul Goldschmidt is obviously still there. Harrison Bader, who I love. Um, the Cardinals are complete, not to mention their baby blue jerseys are to die for. And I just think the Cardinals are going to be the first place team in this division. It's, it's a little weaker. It's, a, it's on the weaker side this year. I do have the Brewers second. Um, I think the thing that's going to keep the Brewers in contention is, contention is their pitching because Corbin Burns is just fantastic. And Brandon Woodruff coming into relief. Um, I think that's what's going to keep the Brewers in games. Obviously, Christian Yelich is coming back from an injury this year. Hopefully that he has the same MVP production that he had a couple of years ago. But uh, I don't think the Brewers are good enough to compete for first place. Third, I have the Cubs. They made some solid moves. Um, this roster needed the solid moves. And I think they're, they're not a rebuilding team, but they're not a contending team. They're just right there in the middle. And I think they'll be all right, but they, they need some they need some true star power in Chicago. However, I think that they're going to be a solid third-place team in this division. Fourth, I actually have the Pirates because they're a real, they're, yes, they're a rebuilding team, but Key Brian Hayes, I think this is his breakout year. Um, I think the Pirates also have some decent decent pieces. They're not great, but uh, this is going to be Key Brian Hayes' team for a little bit, and I think they actually beat the fifth-place Reds because they literally traded everybody except for Joey Votto and – so it's not 2011. Joey Votto can't carry a team to like a good record. So uh, that's how I have my NL Central looking, Chris. Um, I have the Cardinals winning this division, just like Jacob. Um, I just I think I thought last year that they were gonna pop off. Uh, looking at their roster, and but I I I still think they could do it this year. Their division's uh more on the weaker side. Um, I think the Brewers will come in second. I think adding Christian Yelich back will be a big upgrade, and that. Yeah, that's basically all I need to say about the Brewers. Yeah. Uh, the I have the Cubs coming in third. Um, it's sad. It's sad to see the um, the big three not on the Cubs anymore. But yeah, uh, you know they they have a they have a solid uh, team right now. It's not great, but their their rebuilds uh, getting back there, and I they they should uh, be able to uh, compete in the next couple years. Um, I have the Reds coming in fourth, and then. Because, you know, the Reds, they, they traded away their whole team. And uh, the Pirates in fifth because they're the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. So, moving on to the last division, we have the NL West. Very top-heavy. And then the bottom, yeah. So, Leo, start off. Starting off with the NL West, I have the Diamondbacks finishing. No, I'm um, <laughs> Dodgers first. I mean, I'm, there's no expl- explanation necessary. Giants second. Padres third. Rockies fourth. And Diamondbacks fifth. Let's start with the Dodgers. Um, they got Freddie Freeman. And they didn't get worse. Their bullpen lost Kenley Jansen, but it does not matter when they're putting up 20 runs a game. <laughs> like, their DH is Max Muncy. Their DH is Max. Their DH is Max Muncy, Jake. Their DH is Max Muncy. It's a top five their, DH. Their, their lineup is so incredibly good that if you combine the best hitters from all of the, div- all of the divisions of baseball, I still don't think they could even match up to that Dodgers. The Dodgers, Dodgers could be like an AL All-Star team. Yeah, they, they, no, they, they are the NL All-Stars. They are literally they the literally, NL All-Stars. They're, they're going to pull, like, a 2015 Royals and have, like, nine out of nine, like, starting uh, All-Star players <laughs> yeah, on the Dodgers. Because they will. Because they will. Because, I mean, Walker Buehler's up there with one of the top, like, top pitchers in the NL. Maybe even top pitchers in baseball. So, yeah, Dodgers Dodgers first. Giants second. I like the Carlos Rodon signing. It, you know, it's a, it's a it's kind of, it's, I mean, it's a little bit of risk. But you only have him for two years. If he sucks, you just dump him. Which is all was great, great move by the Giants. Those have a really solid roster. They have guys that like like just came out of nowhere last year, and I think they can keep up that production. Padres third, no Fernando Tatis to start the season. Obviously, going to hurt them. 
I don't think this team did a lot to get better. I do like, I mean, we, we talked about last episode, Luke Voigt. I do like Luke Voigt. He's going to hit the piss out of the baseball over in Slam Diego. Rockies fourth. What are they doing? Uh, we said, again, we, we said it last episode. No clue what in the world the Rockies are doing. They paid Nolan Arenado to go to St. Louis. Or to, yeah, to go to St. Louis. That may happen with uh, um, Chris Bryant. Like, Three years down the road, yeah. he might be like, "All right, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of just hitting three. He's gonna realize really soon wins. that he's yeah. gonna be tired of it. I don't think the bag is worth it to waste your way your career no. in um, Colorado. Um, but the Diamondbacks, <laughs> they're fifth. Not much to say about them. They have Zach Gallen. He's from New Jersey, so yay. Got to always represent. Yeah, got to always represent. But yeah, I think that's about it. Yeah, I actually have mine looking identical yet again to Leo's. I had the Dodgers first. Um, Dave Roberts, the manager, said that this team will win a championship. The own manager of the own team said that they will win a championship. And I think if they don't, uh, I'm going to be saving that on my phone, and I'm going to be pulling it out when they do not. I already have it saved. I already have it saved. I already have it saved. Because I think because he said that, they aren't going to win this year. Add him to the group chat. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Add him to the Instagram group chat. But, uh, yeah, so I have the Dodgers first. If they don't get first, they are an absolute failure. Like, this team is probably one of the best teams of all time right now, and we haven't even seen them play yet. Uh, I have the Giants second. Um, they did get worse than last year. I There's no shot they have a 100-win season again. Um, I think they're going to probably be around the 85 to 92 range, something like that. Um, I think the Giants are still going to compete. They're still going to be competitive, but they are not nearly as good as they were last year. I like the Carlos Rendon signing. I also like the Jock Peterson signing. But uh, I just don't think that this team has enough uh, power, especially to compete with the Dodgers. And But I think they'll, they'll be over the Padres, speaking of the Padres. Uh, like Leo said, Fernando Tatis being out for the start of the season is obviously going to hurt them. They're not going to be able to – I don't think they're going to be as good as they were supposed to be last year. Um, they still have guys, Manny Machado, Eric Cosmer, guys like that. Um, Luke Voigt, I like the addition, but it's just not enough to really keep pace. Um, and I really want to see Fernando Tatis healthy. Hopefully that he doesn't hurt for the rest of the year. But I don't think that – the. I think they're going to have a slow start, and I think that's going to be because of the absence of their best player. Rocky's fourth because Chris Bryant and a bunch of nobodies, except for Ryan McMahone. But um, if that's your second best player, you're in for a little bit of a Charlie rough season. Blackman. Charlie Brack. Is he still on the team? I think he, I mean, yeah, well, he? they can't trade him because he's getting paid like $20 million. Remember in 2020 when he was just like had the best start to his season ever? Yeah, he was absolutely he, – wasn't he like almost perfect from – Yeah, he yeah. was batting like 500 and then just – finished like under 250 um yeah so the rockies are going to be fourth chris bryant i really don't i can't support you bud like you've pretty much wasted your career at this point and diamondbacks fifth because they're a rebuilding franchise and there's not much to be excited about except for Cattell Marte, and that's about it oh my god i love Cattell Marte. i love him i love him chris uh, um well you know i think i'm gonna have to go with the the rockies uh number one here because, you know, <laughs> they have the initial cr um, no, I'm just That's his initial, right? I'm just kidding. The uh, the Dodgers will win this division. Oh, I, I thought you were being serious. <laughs> the Leo Dodgers, had the Diamondbacks. Chris had the Rockies. On paper, this team Their is sleeper team. This team is basically like perfect. They're they're basically perfect, but uh, hopefully they live up to the hype. You know, if they don't win the championship, they have a failed season. Yeah, um, they're playing franchise mode. Yes, they are. <laughs> they really Tur- are. They turned off. Uh, they turned on. They turned on, on, they turned on ignore budgets and force trades. <laughs> Uh, the, I have the Padres coming in second here. Uh, I just think Ooh. that the Padres are a little bit better than the Giants. I think that the the Giants. I have the Giants coming in third here, but I just think the Giants don't like they don't pop out to me as like a great team. I didn't think they were like a super great team last year. They surprised me definitely, but I just I don't think they uh, can beat either the Dodgers or the Padres. 
And then I have the Rockies coming in fourth. Um, they have Chris Bryant. Um, that's about it. Yeah. Um, and then the Dimebacks. I don't know who's on the Dimebacks. <laughs> Cattell Marte. Cattell Marte. That's about it. Zach Gallen. Yeah, the thing with rebuilding teams is, like, I have no idea. Like, and that's that. Yeah, that's what I have here. Yeah, that's gonna wrap it up, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. We had a really fun episode talking about the MLB. As like, like I said, we're probably gonna be continuing to talk about it leading up to the season. Each you guys episode need to now. do some research on baseball. Yeah, I mean, I thought I, mean, I no, you hold, you held your own. This, I thought this I knew a lot. Here. I thought I knew a lot, <laughs> but. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna see here and say I'm like a baseball like encyclopedia or almanac. I do need to do research, but I literally. I you guys didn't know Marcus. I, I Simeon didn't. Went to no, the I know. I, I knew it, but I, I forgot. forgot about, no, I forgot about that. And that I was. I feel like that was like two years ago or something. Like it feels so long ago. It does feel so long ago. I forgot about it last episode too. Yeah. So I, I was a Tigers fan. I completely forgot the name of like our second young reliever, Tariq Scooball. I just completely forgot about it. <laughs> uh, as a known fan, so that was a little embarrassing, but. Um, so that'll wrap it up for today. We had a great episode talking about, uh, pretty much all three main sports, baseball, basketball, and football. So, uh, we had a really good episode today. Hopefully that we see some good news along the week. Hopefully we see St. Peter's knock off UNC today. And, um, hopefully that we can continue to talk about baseball. Hopefully we can study up and learn some more, um, yeah. as we probably need to be experts. You guys need to get the show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have it if I had a projector. If, um, well, if you had the, you know, 21, maybe you would have seen it. Or yeah. You guys should get 22, but yeah. Yeah. So that, that'll do it for us today. Um, we'd like to thank you guys for listening again, and we had a great episode. And we will see you guys next week on episode 11 already. Yeah, Woo. right. So, peace. Go Peacock. Peacocks. Oh my god. <laughs> Leo didn't even have the audio on for the outro. No way. You sell out. You sell out.